0: everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of A Trophy Life. I'm your host, Bob Rathbun, and we have a treat. Coming into the podcast to join us this week will be our Jersey Mike's Naismith Trophy winner, Caitlin Clark. We've been waiting since April for this to happen, and we are so excited. I think you'll love this conversation. In fact, I know you will. She is just outstanding, and the timing could not have been any better as Wednesday night, she walked off with an ESPY award as the top women's college basketball player in the country last season, adding to her impressive haul of hardware. But what a season, and why not? She should have won every award out there. Only player in women's college basketball last season to average more than 20 points, 5 assists, and 5 rebounds, 191 points in 6 tournament games, all-time record, had a history-making 40-point triple-double against Louisville in the Elite Eight, and on and on. So without further ado, we'll uh, welcome in Caitlin and catch up with her. So thrilled to have her on the podcast this week. All of that right after this from Jersey Mike's. There's nothing like holding a freshly grilled Jersey Mike's cheesesteak. It's even better than holding a winning million-dollar lottery ticket. For starters, Uncle Sam takes half. Then you buy some useless stuff, like a tiny suit of armor for your cat. And before you know it, your sisters, cousins, and Uncle Frankie come knocking on your door for handouts. Bing, bang, boom, you're back to zero. So if you want to play a winning number, order a number 17 Mike's Famous Philly. Freshly grilled right in front of you. It's a Jersey Mike's thing. A sub above. What a thrill to have a chance to spend a few minutes with our Jersey Mike's Naismith Women's National Player of the Year, Caitlin Clark from Iowa. How how are you? First of all, we haven't seen you since the uh, Final Four. How are things?
1: I'm really good. I'm excited. I'm back in Iowa City working out uh, with our team. We're getting ready to go on our foreign trip, so we've got a lot of practices because uh, you're allotted ten extra practices before you go on our foreign trip, which is really exciting, I think, for our team, especially because you know we have some new pieces that we're going to have to add in um, some younger people that we're going to need to get you know up to speed because we lost two starters, but. Um, You know, we kind of have already turned the page and and getting ready for this upcoming year, and I'm sure it's going to be here before we know it, so I'm really excited.
0: Where are y'all headed?
1: Uh, We're doing Italy and Croatia, so we'll be in Naples for, I think, three days, and then we're going to do Split and Dubrovnik in Croatia, which I heard is just beautiful, so I'm really looking forward to that and play a few games while we're over there, do some sightseeing, do some fun things. I think we're going to do, like, ziplining, an island tour. We're going to see where they shot Game of Thrones, so... Um but it's it's done pretty well. So I'm I'm really excited for that trip with everybody.
0: Okay. You've had like the coolest summer that anybody could have. Okay? I mean this is ridiculous. Let's talk about the John Deere classic. Uh you get to play in the Pro Am with, with Zach Johnson. How when did you first meet him growing up? Do you remember?
1: He that's the first time I've ever actually really met him. I've obviously known who he was for a really long time. He played golf at drake which i grew up in des moines and that's the university that is there so that's the team i always grew up rooting for you know men's and women's basketball wise those are the games my dad always took me to was drake men's and women's basketball games and he plays golf there so i always knew as a kid who he was growing up obviously probably one of the most famous islands of all time um so that was actually my first time meeting him he's he's you know been he stayed connected throughout my college journey he's been a big fan of you know myself and our program he obviously knows coach bluter pretty well because coach bluter coached at drake um when he was there so um that was pretty cool but he grew up in cedar rapids so i think he was always kind of a hawkeye fan um but yeah no that was awesome i got to play nine holes with him and i actually played nine holes with ludwig aberg who actually finished the tournament tied fourth and is supposed to be one of the you know up and coming young golf stars so I had a really, really fun time getting to do that. Something a little outside my comfort zone, but that's what made it so fun is it was different. I got to be outside and do something I love, and, you know, I had a really great time.
0: You may be the first WNBA slash LPGA star. Uh, <laughs> you know, in hoops' okay. end, you can get on tour.
1: <laughs> that would be pretty cool, but I'm not good enough for that yet. I think if I took quite a few more lessons, I could, I could become somewhat, you know, serviceable, Uh, but no, I, I just love it. It's so fun, especially in the summer and fall getting to be outside. And a lot of, a lot of people on my team actually golf too. We have our managers that golf. So, you know, we get a foursome out there. We play 2v2 best ball. We got to make it competitive because that's the only thing we know.
0: What's your handicap?
1: Uh, I think I'm like 14. Um, it's gotten a lot better. Yeah, it's not bad, but yeah, I mean, the John Deere Classic was pretty hard. I wasn't getting to tee off from super far up. Um, at one point, I had to play like a 200, and, like a 200 yard par three, which for me is like I'm hitting hybrid off the tee, which is pretty crazy for a par three. But um, no, it was really fun getting to be out there with those guys and you know, kind of see how they go about their lives as professional athletes and just a different atmosphere. And a lot of Hawkeye fans were there, so that was kind of cool to, to share sharing that experience with them.
0: I was going to ask you about that because, um, I mean, if I had those, you know, thousands of people following me around, I'd probably ended up hitting it backwards. Uh, You, of course, are used to the adoring fans uh, watching your every move, but was that a little unnerving?
1: Oh, yeah, it's definitely. It was definitely a little nerve wracking on the first tee, Um, you know, having to see off in that front of that many people and something that, you know, they've never seen me golf before. Basketball, like they know what I can do. It's pretty, you know, everybody's kind of seen me play at this point. So um, it was a little nerve wracking when you step up to the first tee, but once I got kind of through that first hole, it was just like I was out there to have fun and interact with them and, you know, being able to put a smile on their face. That's really, you know, the only reason they're there. They could care less about how I golf and really I could care less too. Just, you know, getting to enjoy that experience with them and appreciate all the support that they've given me throughout my career was, you know, a really fun day for myself.
0: Kaitlin. You mentioned getting ready for the new season. It's a new team, a new challenge, but grabbing that brass ring is about the only thing that's left for you at the college level. Is that what's driving you and your teammates this summer? Absolutely,
1: I mean, I think you understand how hard it is to get there now um and we were really, really good last year. so it's definitely a new challenge and a new team um and it's gonna be a different look. You know we're not going to be who we were last year, and that's you know we shouldn't be that way. that's kind of what we talk about we have new players coming into new roles that can do a lot of different things that we haven't had and sometimes they can't do things that we did have in the past so um, it's finding what works well and I think that's why this is such a great year to have our foreign trip is we get to go play we get to experience new combinations we have our three starters back our core leadership group but um, you know we need to find some pieces that can really contribute offensively on the offensive class and on defense Um, you know we need people to rebound the ball so um, I'm excited, um, but I think the biggest thing is, you know, we now understand what it takes to to get to the, you know, the last step and be in being the national championship, so, you know, it's a lot of hard work, but it, it shows you, you know, all that hard work does pay off, but, you know, it can be challenging at times, and there's ups and downs, and, you know, we experienced that last year. It wasn't always perfect for us.
0: I'm thinking, when did the shooting really click in for you? When When you were growing up and starting to play basketball, when did it, like, Hit yeah. you that you know I'm really good at this.
1: uh probably like I would say around sophomore to junior year of high school. That's when I like was really becoming a great shooter, and I wanted to spend time getting better at it. um I mean, in, in middle school, I I didn't shoot a ton of threes. Like I shot them, but you know, growing up, my dad always you know preached to have really good fundamentals and great form. You know, I didn't need to go out there and check up threes when I didn't have the strength to. Um, you know I think that's kind of a lost art today kids just want to go up there and chuck them up but you really have to have good form you have to be strong enough to get it there Um, so I would say around my sophomore year high school is when I really started consistently you know making threes but also I was putting the time in. I was going to shoot on my own I wanted to get better Um, and now we know whenever I work out I'm tracking like all my numbers so it's cool to like I can go back and look like four years ago and see you know how I was shooting and how much that has improved over you know the course of you know, my time at Iowa, but also my time in high school, too.
0: Was there a shooter that you really uh, patterned yourself after?
1: My favorite player growing up was always Maya Moore. She played for the Minnesota Lynx, so that was like my favorite WNBA team growing up, and obviously she could score the ball really at all three levels and, you know, get to her spots and do what she wanted to do with the ball in her hands, so she was like my favorite player growing up. Um, I remember very vividly going to my first Minnesota Lynx game, and I actually got to meet her, which is pretty incredible. Obviously, she doesn't play anymore, but um her and then obviously I love watching Steph Curry. Um I think not only his shooting but the way he moves without the ball. Um that's you know kind of another step that I need to continue to take in my game is moving without the ball. I get chased everywhere, I get held, I get, you know, my arms tugged. But mm-hmm. you know, you can't you just gotta play through that. That's how people are gonna guard you and um, you know, setting up screens. I think, you know, I've gotten a lot better at that, but there's still a lot of room for me to improve and um I think that's another thing this our team's gonna add this year is just setting the ton of screens away from the ball for each other. Um, Because it's really, really hard to guard.
0: Yeah, Maya's one of our favorites, too. She was a tremendous high school star here in Atlanta. Um, I wanted to ask you, from the time you checked in at Iowa, now going into your senior year, you talk about how the game has changed, but so, too, has the training. Uh, Mm -hmm. I I can only imagine how much stronger you are uh, how much more durable you are than, than when you were back in a freshman. That takes a lot of hard work.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's crazy to look back at some of the pictures from my freshman year. I just look so skinny and frail, really no definition to my arms, my legs, you know, really anywhere on my body. It was just very frail um, looking. But um, now it's something, you know, I want to get better at. Um, I want to be in the weight room and getting stronger. And it's really cool to watch – you know, it pay off and to feel strong. I felt like this last year, I could really feel the difference for myself. Um, You know, I thought my durability throughout the season was a lot better. Um, I wasn't falling over as much because I could, you know, withstand a lot more contact. And, you know, I think that's something I kind of accepted is just, I'm going to get hit. That's what it is. I can't expect the rest rest to make every single call because it could be quite a few times down the floor. But um, yeah, I think that's come with the, you know, very specified strength and conditioning program that we have here. And, Um, you know really investing in that so it's been cool to see the results and you know i'm honestly just trying to continue to add on to that this summer too is you know i don't want to stop where i am but continue to get stronger because i'm going to need that even more so at the next level well
0: caitlin thanks so much for taking time we're so proud of you you represent the naismith award in such a great way and congratulations i haven't even mentioned the honda uh that you won a couple of weeks ago how did that make you feel wow
1: yeah that was pretty awesome To, to get to spend you know a few days with the best athletes across, um, you know, the 12 collegiate championship sports. And it's so much different. Uh, you know, you don't really know what their lives are like. So getting to talk to them and see what their training's like, what their school's like, um, it's, it's a really cool experience. And I think it really helps move women's sports forward. And, um, but yeah, it was, it was really fun for me to be able to do that. But, um, yeah, I've I've had a really great time these past couple months and, you know, hopefully we can just keep that moving forward.
0: Well, Caitlin, we wish you nothing but the best. Good luck at, at the ESPYs with the awards as they're announced on Wednesday night. And gosh, the trip overseas is going to be fabulous. And we can't Thanks. wait to see you back on the court. Absolutely. Thank you so much. It was great talking with you. She is an awesome representative for us. Our 2023 Naismith Player of the Year, Caitlin Clark from Iowa. That's it for this week. Until next week, from all of us at the Naismith Awards here in Atlanta, Barbara has been saying so long.